0: visit us online at www.thehype873.com
1: that's right it's your girl tampa mystic and we are live right here on the hype 87.3 out here in atl but listen we do have a special guest checking in all the way from la out there in cali doing it really really big he goes by the name of marvin dark how you doing
0: I'm all right. Thank you for having me. Yes, so cool.
1: absolutely. It's it's my pleasure. Um, I appreciate you taking some time. I know you have a lot going on. You're a dope artist, busy schedule, good music, all that. So, but without further ado, go ahead and give us that official introduction. Let us know who Marvin Dark is.
0: Well, hello. Thank you again. I appreciate this um, opportunity. Um, my name is Marvin Dark. I'm 26, from LA. I'm born and raised uh you know but I have an attitude that can really match anywhere I'm at honestly. um <laughs> love it <laughs> love i uh, it. primarily make i i primarily make R&B music i'm a songwriter first a feeler a thinker you know and a model let's let's just go there
1: <laughs> let's go i love it you're all around a good entertainer um but let's just take it back so did you say that you were born and raised in LA or in the LA area
0: Yes. Yeah. Wow,
1: what was it like growing up out there?
0: Um, it's definitely you gotta you got you gotta learn who you are real quick, otherwise people will will tell you who you are. You <laughs> know, so it's definitely been a, a a learning experience. You know, very fast paced. Opinionated group of people out here, so it built me up strong.
1: <laughs> I would imagine so, and you know, I guess that's a positive for someone like yourself who's in the entertainment industry. What I have found being in this music business is you really have to have thick skin because people are extremely opinionated when it comes to this music industry.
0: Mm-hmm. That's fact.
1: Absolutely. Would you change anything about growing up out there?
0: Um. I don't think I would, honestly. Yeah. I don't think it would very much, you know. I, I uh, really respect the, the, the journey, the struggle, uh, you know if if anything would change I, that's too much I just too much to even think about it's already too much to think about how life is now how it could be
1: <laughs> right no shoulda coulda woulda right we're just gonna rock yeah, with th- no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely no that is really dope Um, would you say though that growing up in LA because LA is absolutely known you know it's like an entertainment city a lot of people go to California for film and for music and stuff would you say growing up out there had an influence on you for one uh, wanting to get into doing music and modeling.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, just I mean, it might sound cliche, but just the Hollywood sign in itself is like something you know you, you see, you know, here and there, and it's like it's like a motivating factor. Like I'm here. This is where the this is where dreams are made of. You know, like you got to put in the work. You know, I, I just. I appreciate being out here. You know, a lot of people, you know, would love the opportunity to be out here and can't. So I try to take every opportunity, you know, and use it to my advantage. Because yes. I know some people would love to be in this position.
1: You are absolutely right. Absolutely. So taking it back, you know, um, more towards your childhood, what did you aspire to do? Did you always aspire to be a music artist? Or was there something else different as you were growing up that you wanted to do?
0: You know, I think it's a little different, but it all at the end of the day, it means the same thing, like in some sort of way. You know, I always wanted to do something with animals. Like, I don't know. It might sound a little weird, but <laughs> I always wanted to do something, you know, with animals. And I feel like, um, like in a sense, like caring for them or like a vet or something, you know. So I feel like in a way that kind of translates to, uh, to my music, you know, just trying to care, you know, and, and help and heal you know, just be there for some Body or something other than myself.
1: That is so amazing. And that's ironic because when I was little, I absolutely thought the same thing. I just knew I was going to grow up and like maybe live in the jungle somewhere and take care of some. <laughs> be- <laughs> you couldn't tell me no different. <laughs> and it's funny because to this day, I tell people that I was a cat in my previous life because I love all species <laughs> of cats. And I tell people, hey, I, I, cool. yeah, I was like, I was a mountain lion in my previous life. Like, you couldn't tell me. I wasn't that is beautiful absolutely do you still have a love for, and passion for animals
0: yes I do I actually have three dogs that might be it might be a lot for some people but you
1: know, <laughs>
0: uh, the more the merrier for me
1: absolutely my son has three dogs they just actually had to to put one down because he was so old and oh. just in a lot of pain and stuff but mm-hmm. those were his babies what type of dogs do you have what breeds do you have
0: um, I have a bulldog, I got a Jack Russell, um, and a little chihuahua. So I got big, <laughs> medium, and small.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say that's quite the mix. That is so funny. Do they get along really well?
0: Yeah, they're they're all girls, they're sisters. They love each other. That is and they have sweet. to in my house.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you ladies are gonna get along in this house. <laughs> <laughs> that is really, really dope. So when did your passion for music start.
0: Mm, I would say right about you know Alicia Keys, Usher, My Boob. Mm-hmm. That was back the era. in the day, like yeah. yeah, yeah, That was my love. Really, that's that good music
1: mm-hmm. right there, right? Like mm-hmm. you what just that, like
0: two thousand. That's like two thousand five. Yes,
1: yes. Yeah.
0: yes. 2005,
1: yeah, 2004, something like that. Yeah, that was that good era. Like, and you know, to be honest, I I've listened to uh your single, the No Stress song, and just listening to mm-hmm. that one song, which I definitely want to listen to some more of your music. It gave me such a vibe. Like, I'm a lover of all genres of music, but R&B is my mm-hmm. my favorite. Like, that's my number one. And you know. I'm your elder so I I was in that era of where the 90s through you know early to maybe mid 2000s Mm -hmm. that that style of R&B was just phenomenal and I think a lot of artists got yeah like I you are you are keeping that alive (laughs)
0: thank you thank you that's a a major compliment
1: yes yes absolutely you you definitely have such a feel good vibe from what I heard so how did it all begin? Like, you know, did you, were you singing when you were around the house? Like, take us to the journey of how the music really started you know, for you.
0: <laughs> you know, I feel like um, my dad and I have this like weird competition. So a, lo- a long time ago, he'd always be like, you know, you got it for me. You can sing because of me, you know. And then he'd start singing and I'd start singing. And I'd be like, oh, I don't know. you might, you might got to catch up, you know like it's always been this um uh, this thing in my family where they always saw it in me and always you know wanted to to push me to um you know own in on this on this you know i was i was pretty good at a lot of things growing up you know sports i played uh football track um you know anything that i could really do i did and i tried to shine, you know it's music was the one thing I felt like I really, really, really connected with. Yes. You know. In a world where I feel like where I was my voice wasn't being heard, you know, like going back to what we were talking about growing up in LA, you gotta you gotta fit in, you gotta be a certain way, you know. So I felt like in a in a world where, you know, I wasn't being heard, music because I was good at it, it was a good way to get people to sit down and listen to me. And, you know, you gotta listen to me sing for three minutes, four <laughs> minutes on a song. <laughs> and you'll, you'll like me at the end. You might, you might give me another chance or, or, or uh, you know, a chance at all. So. I just
1: fell um, not love it that part of it. That is so dope. I always love hearing people's stories and their journeys of how they started doing whatever it is that their passion is and how they discovered it. Um, I heard you say that you played sports, you played football, you ran track. Let me ask you this with playing sports and running track. Was that something that was your choice or was it something that maybe, you know, like one of your parents said, you know, we're going to get you involved mm-hmm. in something. So you're going to go play football. Like how did that come together?
0: It- it was like a mixture of both, you okay. know, I, I was pretty good at it. So I, I, I feel like I'm a little bit, um, lazy at times. <laughs> Definitely, I could be slow. So, uh, you know, the physical aspect of it, I just didn't want to do it, but the winning part, it was, it was really fun to win. So, you know, that kind of fueled, you know, my want to win in other areas. Definitely a push from my father, um, you know and my mother they just wanted me to do some some stuff that i was good at and did not give up so you know i appreciate their their push their
1: yes support. absolutely i know oftentimes you know kids when they're little you know even before the age of 10 they don't want to do anything extra they just want to go to school and parents will push them to do stuff but you later on appreciate why they wanted you to get involved with stuff mm-hmm. but it sounds like you were also on board like you enjoy playing sports but you found your real passion within music
0: yeah You said it beautifully.
1: When did you discover that you could like? What was that moment when you discovered? Man, I can really sing. (laughs) Do you remember
0: that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I actually went into um, a uh, an audition for America's Got Talent, and I sang "Pyt" by Michael Jackson, and that was leading up to that audition. It was the most that I've ever pushed my voice, and and I got a compliment from my father. He was like, dang, dude, you sound you sound pretty good." <laughs> and like I told you, like I told you before, it was like, I was like always like a competition type of thing. So I was always trying to you know show him that I can do it. So to hear that 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 compliment from him, it meant a lot. So I got him the audition. I sang my stuff. And they looked at me in the eyes and was like, you know, we're not, what we're you're not what we're looking for, and and you know that right there kind of was the moment where I was like, you know what, I'm good enough, and I don't need these people. They're not what I'm looking for, you know. I you know I turn some shit into into something for me and not for them, you know. So I feel like that audition was when I was like, all right, I can sing. Like I'm I'm in here belting Michael Jackson, and you could just keep these grown ups on the side of me are like in awe but these judges are like you know it was it was a cool experience i needed that
1: yes Mm -hmm. i love how you turned that though where you said well you're not what i'm looking for i love that that Mm -hmm. you had such a positive attitude about that (laughs) that's funny i love that response well you're not what i'm looking for because guess what i'm a i'm a huge believer that god intervenes when he's supposed to mm-hmm. and perhaps he puts you in that position like you said to discover like that moment but also said you know what this is not where I intended for you to be so we're not going to put you here but I wanted you here for this moment mm-hmm. to let you know this is this is it for me this is what I want to do so I'm glad that it still was a great experience for you Um, about yeah. how long ago was that?
0: Well, I was probably about Mm, 10 or 11 maybe like 15 years ago
1: okay okay so every since then you've been on go you've just been nonstop. Mm-hmm. working I've been, I've been
0: just trying to, there ain't been no rule book so it's it's off the top and and you know so it's like since then I've just been trying to find a way you know to make myself feel like I'm doing something with my life I'm trying to make myself happy you know it's been tough but, you know, I pick myself up and, you know, I just do what I think I need to be doing. Honestly,
1: that is amazing, especially like you said, being in a such a busy city like L.A., like you have to probably really keep up with what's going on, because I would mm-hmm. imagine that L.A.'s I've only been there once and it was such a busy city. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: It's very very fast paced. all
0: hours of the day, oh. every hour of the day, I like a party going, a going, <laughs>
1: yes, that's how it is out here in Atlanta. Like, I don't care if it's three in the morning. You get on the interstate, there's traffic. I'm like, what are all these people doing? You know, like coming home from the parties. Like, what are we doing? Like, it's it's insane. <laughs> so absolutely. So, have you taken any formal vocal training, or is it something that you you're just naturally gifted with.
0: Um, I was. I, I've had. Um, I've learned that it is something that I, you know, was. I. I don't know if I should say born with, but it's something. That, it's just a voice that I. I didn't really practice for. You know, I had a. A few. Um, vocal lessons that I was really motivated to go and do, and. uh you know, the book I went in for my first lesson. <laughs> and, uh, and the teacher said, you know, there's not much that I need to help you with. Oh, <laughs> man. So I was like, you know what? I'm like, I don't know how to take this. You know, I would like to take of it as a compliment, you know, but at the same time, I'm trying to learn. So I kind of got discouraged on that, you know. But, uh, yeah, just a few just a few formal classes. Of nothing too major. But, yeah, this is all me.
1: Man, like... I believe that we all have a gift. Some people have multiple gifts and your voice is absolutely your gift. And that was confirmation. Thank like, you, you know, you went and they said, I don't know what we could teach you. Cause you, you are doing your a one. <laughs> like, what can we show you? So like you said, uh, you don't know if to take that as a compliment, which I think it absolutely is a compliment, but at the same time, whatever it is we do, we're always looking to sharpen our skills and get better. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, because things evolve, but, but, you know, I think with having a voice like yours, you could take it so many different places. So that's what I want to dive into talking about next. You know, I know you you obviously record music as a recording artist. Have you tapped into or thought about tapping into film, getting your music or even just acting, getting into film?
0: Um, yeah, I used to um, really be, I was kind of juggling. Now I'm going back, but I was kind of juggling for uh, a a few years between, you know, acting and try, just trying different stuff out. So, like, I would go on a few auditions back in the day, and, and uh, I really do like that. You know, I just feel like that's of a more controlled expression of your feelings and emotions. and And I don't necessarily have so much control over how I express myself. So in acting and, you know, stuff like that, it's like someone write the script for you, you gotta act that way. You yes. Know? In my music I I can be whoever I wanna be and there's not you I can't make a wrong song, you know, I just make you know what I feel and if people like it, people like it. But yeah.
1: I love how you really just dissected that and put it together because you're absolutely right. And I, I agree because I've been asked to do little small roles here and there. And I told him if I can't improv it, I don't want it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not good at sticking to the script, (laughs) you know, like that's just, I'm with you. I'm so, yeah. Like, you know, let me do a little improv. Let me do my own thing. But if I can't do that, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's not for me, but that's, that's really dope. I love how you said that you want to stick to really, like you said, you want to have that freedom of expression, And I think that's why I love what I do so much being a radio personality because I can just really just talk about what I want to talk about and utilize my voice in a different way. You're utilizing your voice in one way and I am another. Mm -hmm. And that is so amazing. I love it. Um, You know, throughout your journey of music, you've been doing it for a while. What would you say like you're really enjoying the most about being a a musical artist?
0: Um, I feel like uh, figuring out things that I thought I knew you know but figuring them out for what they are actually yes. so like you know we can come up with a bunch of of you know plans or or think something in one way and then boom it's the complete opposite And <laughs> then you just learn you just learn more about yourself and you know you learn that like it's not over there's more shit to go through you know there's there's just a bigger life out there you know so that's that's what i love most about this whole thing other than actually going into the studio and singing and making the music because that's the that might be the funnest part about it yes the thing that I, I really appreciate the most though about it is learning all these new things for all
1: absolutely and we're in an era now where it's rapidly always changing. And I think, again, like you said, that's what's so beautiful about it, because it keeps us on our toes, basically, we don't get bored, or complacent. Um, because we're in a business that's always evolving just over the years, you know, with social media being introduced and the digital streaming platforms being introduced, and who knows what's going to be introduced in the next five to 10 years. Mm-hmm. So um, exactly. yeah, it's one of those things where we have to get on board or get left behind, because it's always evolving. And that's 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 what keeps Mm -hmm. us so drawn in and engaged. Now, um, you know, again, throughout your uh, journey in music, what would you say has been like, give us one of your highlight moments. I always like hearing this because everybody's story is a little different. You know, what's been one of those highlight moments for you so far?
0: Um, Let's see a cool highlight moment. I would say getting a $10,000 check.
1: Mm, that's a nice moment
0: (laughs) yeah that was that was a nice moment right there
1: (laughs) yeah that's ten thousand nice moments okay (laughs) yeah
0: that was was 10k that was wild it went from like it went from um you know i was like working or i don't know where i was working at the time but you know i was just putting out this music i didn't even know people were bumping it like that but then one day I literally got my usual monthly payment and then boom, it
1: was 10K. I wow. can't believe it. <laughs> Yo, like that now that don't motivate you. I don't know what will. <laughs> that now oh, that yeah. is a dope moment because that really is the definition of your hard work paying off.
0: you you deserved
1: it yeah you earned it absolutely let me ask you this you know with the digital platforms you know with the beautiful thing about the era and the technology we're in we're able to do stuff like we're doing now you know you're you're not physically here in person but we're still able to conduct this interview Um, digital platforms, social media you can get your music out to the whole entire world would you still want to pursue your music career do you think if like social media and things like that didn't exist?
0: Yeah, actually um I'm stumped with this one because I you know, I want to be as present as I can and on fucking um, like October ninth, 2023 <laughs> but oh don't I wish. Don't I wish it was the era of selling your mixtape out the trunk. Yes. Because you know, I, uh uh <laughs> I love that that face to face is having people know who you are, and even right off the bat, like I feel like you know, uh, even though we're so connected in the world, right? We can we can text, we can Facetime, we can uh, Instagram, you know, we're still so disconnected from one each other, from one of another, you know. So it's like back in the, back then, there was more connection, and I feel like you felt it in the music. In the relationships, yeah, you know, I just, I wish, I wish for one day, for one month, (laughs) see what I could do. Let me see how I could do it.
1: (laughs) I listen. I bet you would because this is such a passion for you, and I agree, man. Like I miss that time where gosh, I used to spend so much money buying people's doggone mixtapes. Like (laughs) (laughs) I remember I had went to times square one year and this was probably about maybe like 13 to 15 years ago. And I'll tell you like every few steps, boy, I was spending $10 for that mixtape. Like they was out there (laughs) hustling. And I was like, I was buying them. Mm -hmm. I was buying them, but I was like, you know, Mm -hmm. like I miss that era as well. And you know, I always like to ask that question because I feel like a lot of the artists, younger artists today, rely too much on social media and um mm-hmm. you know if we think about a lot of the legends and a lot of the greats like you mentioned you you did a Michael Jackson song we'll use him as an example you know obviously he was out long before social media so I feel like a lot of these legends and these artists that came before social media that's why they're so sustainable because they were forced to get out there and build that yep. face-to-face organic fan yep. base mm-hmm. So important. That's what it is right there. So important. So with that being said, um, you know, I, I know L.A. is a, a big city. Is there a lot of events or, like, showcases and different things going on in the city for artists that are on the rise?
0: Oh, all the time. All the time. <laughs> you, just, you know, you, just gotta, you can't stay inside the house. You can't, you can't be balled up and think it's going to, you know, change at all. It's not. you got to get out there. you got to meet people. you got to talk. You know, you gotta you gotta find these events because they're out there. They're just waiting. They're waiting for. They're <laughs> waiting for people to to go and, and shut it down. You know, on stage. So that's what I learned, especially within the past year. You know, you really gotta just go out and be genuine and, and meet people and and not be afraid to say your shit is good.
1: That's you right. Know, like, I know that's right. Say your
0: shit is. You know
1: stand on that, huh? (laughs) Right, Right. Absolutely. I had moved to Atlanta from Tampa back in 2013. In fact, this month is 10 years that I've been out here. And when I moved here, I started doing artist showcases because I was doing them in Tampa. And it's something I always love doing. I love providing platforms for indie artists to get some shine. But what I quickly realized was that either all the artists that showed up or 99% of them were rappers. And I was like, well, where's the R&B mm-hmm. artists that, and, and I quickly understood that, you know, a lot of the R&B artists didn't want to come out because it's w- one of them and, you know, maybe 20 rappers. So yep. I was like, you know what, I'm going to start an all R&B showcase. So I did, I did once a month, all R&B artists and I did it for probably wow. close to two okay. years. And, Man, I stopped because the pandemic had, you know, came around. Mm-hmm. But um, man, it was like, it was such a vibe because people came into the building understanding that we're going to be listening to some dope R&B all night. You know what I'm saying? Like Wow,
0: that's so cool. Yeah,
1: it brought a, a whole different crowd. You know what I'm saying? It brought a completely different crowd. Mm-hmm. Definitely a little bit more mellow crowd, which is my speed, you know what I'm saying? And um, mm-hmm. it was just such a dope vibe. So I've often thought about, you know, getting back into doing that just because there's so many dope up and coming R and B artists that don't have the right platforms because I I totally get it you know you got twenty trap rappers over here and you got this guy yeah. or girl over here who sings it's a it might not be the right audience for you so mm-hmm. um yeah that that's dope that they still have those type of events going on out there now let's talk about your recording process because I know it's more in depth for a singer versus a rapper you know what I'm saying um mm-hmm. what is that's your <laughs> What is your typical recording session like? Do you have a setup at the house where you record, or are you going to a recording studio? What is the recording process like for you?
0: Um, I have a setup here at the house, but I, I record um, my official track at the studio. We have a little studio out in Los Angeles. It's called The Orange Room, and it's, it's like, it's, just a, it's clean. It's, it's nice and small. You know, it was me and my engineer for basically two years. There wasn't, I didn't, not one to have very many guests in the studio. You know, I feel like that's a huge distraction for me. It's hard to stay focused. So, um, you know, it was just me and my, my engineer, Shaggy, Shaggy on the board. Shout out my (laughs) main. Um, yeah, he, uh, had amazing input, um, helped me throughout the whole, you know, process. Um, you know, I came in there with these songs and I'm so grateful to work with him because um, I've worked with um, other engineers and uh, what I've learned is I got to come in and I got to, I got to know everything I going to do, but I really love collaboration because I feel like I can be my best self. Yes. You know, so this engineer that I've worked with, that I've been working with, um, He pushes me. He's giving me ideas. He's saying, try this, try this, try that, you know, and and it's cool because at the end, we just come up with this awesome music, you know, um, just us two, which makes it super special, you know. So it's like, uh, it was such a fun time recording this and, and writing it. I wish I was still in the process of it because it taught me a lot. It taught me about completion. It taught me about dedication. It taught me about motivation like on days when you know I didn't want to go up and do it or write or sing or do anything you know it's just like I, I gotta do it <laughs> and um, that was pretty cool
1: absolutely yeah I think we all have those type of days where even though we love what we do we just have days we're like I just don't want to do it and you know that's where Mm -hmm. either that self accountability comes in place that self-motivation or having someone around you that truly believes in you that's going to light that fire up under your ass and be like come on now let's go we got work to do and it sounds like Shaggy was absolutely that person for you and I love what you said about you you prefer that intimate setting because I just had this discussion with the artists today because when I have artists come through for an interview I only allow them to bring two guests with them and sometimes they mm-hmm. ask why and I said because it's a distraction why do you need 15 yeah. people to come sitting here to watch you do <laughs> an interview that's just weird to me like yep. and they're all in the background mm-hmm. on their phones and it just becomes a distraction so I love the fact that you incorporate that into your recording now to dive even deeper into your sessions do you have any particular must-haves when you're in the studio
0: um, I learned that, uh, no, I don't, I don't. <laughs> but what I learned is, is I love me some candy, okay. like some gummy candy, right? Like <laughs> some gummy bears, some you know, some candy. candies. Yeah. I've been on those a whole, whole session, honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah, that should get a sugar rush, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I, I know be, that's I right.
1: Be- that is hilarious. That's funny. So give him some like uh, some sour gummies and he good to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is dope. Now, before you get to the studio, are you already like warmed up and ready to go? How do you get your vocals ready?
0: Um, warmed up and ready. I feel like I, 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 don't, I, I probably did it all wrong. <laughs> but, you know, we make our own rules um i uh i never really warmed up before the studio i feel like i i go to the studio and i start off you know i don't start off like timid i go in how i'm supposed to and then in my session i feel like after you know repeating myself 150 thousand times um my voice becomes like right every time yes. it, you know i like i said i don't have that that um traditional vocal training so it's hard to like no, this is all on me too so i have the power to change it off but I, right now i don't necessarily know how to like warm up my voice before a session or like a show or so i've been lately just trying to do you know different things that i've learned yes you know but I'm going to change that too.
1: Wow. <laughs> Absolutely. I know I've spoke to a couple singers and they did mention like before a session, they don't drink like anything cold. They always do warm, like, you know, room temperature oh, water. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm taking shots before, before the session.
1: What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you taking shots of? <laughs> shot, shot, shot. What? Hold on now. Uh, hold on. He's not timid at all. What you taking shots of? <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm a heavy drinker. I'm drinking I'm, I'm that. A couple shots. Right? Pick me up
1: in I know that's right. He said, "Give me a little pick me up." Okay, so what is your what is your liquor of choice when you're doing shots? Uh, I would say Hennessy.
0: Honestly, I'm a, I'm a shot taker.
1: Oh, man. you a brown liquor drinker? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, gosh, mm-hmm. Hennessy has got me in trouble a couple times. We ain't gonna go there, though. You know what I saying? <laughs> that's funny.
0: That
1: is We're funny. <laughs> I would always do Hennessy and I would mix a. when I say a splash I'm talking a splash of cranberry like I liked either Hennessy and cranberry mm-hmm. but you know what my favorite mm-hmm. one was I know we getting off topic but I'm just now I'm starting to crave it I used to drink <laughs> simply apple juice simply apple with uh, with Hennessy and that was the drink right there like it was
0: yeah, that's the bomber. right I like that mixer I've had that a few times
1: We're going to have to do shots when you come out here. Let's go. (laughs) <laughs> oh i can tell you a whole vibe you fun to hang out with you're gonna get me in trouble i'm gonna stumble in the house at three in the morning like call me yep. an uber yep. <laughs> that is funny. so funny so shots is definitely that's how you warm up yeah shot Hey, drinking that liquor will warm you up now so <laughs> but like that one burn going down <laughs> but give me another one <laughs> that is so funny that is dope so Let's talk about how your songs actually come together. I would imagine that you write all of your music. I know a lot of rappers get in the studio, they punch in, they freestyle. Do you sit down Mm -hmm. and take times where you actually just, this is what I'm doing today. I'm writing.
0: Yeah. So pretty much like, uh, I, I write, I don't know how to explain it, but a lot of people, I'll, I'll do it in comparison to others. A lot of people, that I know of, write a lot. They write music almost every day. But for me, I don't feel like I can do that because, you know, I'm just speaking about my real shit. Yeah. So it's like when I hear a beat, and I and I start writing it, I already know that this is going to be a song that I'm gonna put out. Yes. I'm not just I'm not one to just like like hoard my music and just you know because if I feel it, I'm writing it and I want it out. Yes. So Pretty much each the 15 songs on my album were pretty much give or take maybe two or three, the last 15 songs that I wrote, you know so, it's like uh, you uh, you just get I don't know, you just get the most raw version of myself, I feel like, that way so Yes, I'll, I'll listen to the beat I'll write what I gotta say, and then I'll go to the studio, and record recording and boom, that's a track
1: I you love know, it cause They all mean so much to me. I, you know what? I've heard you say "boom" a few times, and I'm over here cracking up because I say that all the time, (laughs) and people be getting.
2: (laughs) All right, boom, let's go.
1: (laughs) That's the (laughs) word, boom. Boom. (laughs) I think I think you and I might be related. We just don't know it. Like we have so much in common. That's insane. Because even if you watch some of my podcast interviews, I'd be like, "We live on the industry's most wanted." Boom, like. (laughs) 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 That is so funny. That is so funny. But yeah, that's I think it's, you know, like you said, you give people the most, you know, like raw version of yourself. And that's what people really want, especially when it comes to a singers. They just want Man, they want to feel that heartfelt music.
0: They want the, they want the drama. Yeah, yeah. They want yeah. the, they want the tea, you know. <laughs> they don't give, give r and singers a break. They want it all. They,
1: they, want, they want, give me party. all the tea. We want all it, all the smoke, you know. <laughs> that is dope. Now, have you, have you uh, tapped into writing for other artists or are you just strictly writing for yourself right now?
0: I took, I did a stint, you know, a few years ago. Um, I worked with a company, um, Awesome company. They were pretty. They were like flexible. They were really dope. Um, and uh, I just realized after getting rejected a lot, you know, and, and my team, we were working hard and we were coming up with with good music. And you know, every time we would send our stuff back, it would just get rejected. And after a while, it's like we're we're putting in hours. We're we're taking we're taking fifty dollar Ubers to the studio to try to come in here and and make this music and they want a certain style we're thinking we were we got it on the dot, and you know it was disappointing hearing no 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 so many times so you know i had to take a little break from that because it was affecting my my personal artistry because i didn't know how to separate the two because it was something new for me so you know when they're when they're talking about no we need a certain type of song, it needs to be a certain way. Just goes back to what I was saying, you know. I, I make my music anyway I want to. Yes, my music, you know. So having to follow guides and, <laughs> and instructors, and it, it made it really hard. I would so, imagine
1: uh, it kind of falls in that so lane I'll, of being an I'll, actor. It's like, no, nah, I ain't following your directions. I'm following mine. <laughs> I, I would love
0: to. I would love to to try again. Uh, you know, because I know that I can do that. I just uh, I feel like that's gonna come from me being a little bit more confident in what I make, also, and also having someone be like, "All right, Marvin Dark, I like you as an artist. I want you as an artist to write my song." Yes, you know? like, there you go. A, you know, so so they already know what style I'm gonna come with. Yes, you know? it's, it's, I have to switch it up.
1: Yes. So, absolutely and and I think that'll come you know you know with you know just evolving and and really building that core fan base and people falling in love mm-hmm. with you as an artist, which I'm sure from then till now your you know your sound has evolved, you know um your fan base has evolved, so yeah, I would think that you know that would be dope to get back into something you know like that if it's if it is you know a passion for you or you have an interest in it, I think that would be really really dope um out of all the songs that you have out there that you've released on the digital platforms, which one of them is the most personal one for you? What's the title of it?
0: Mm, Personal. I'll probably say, uh, personal, personal, most personal. I would say the track number 14, Ashes is pretty much like a a summary of, of what I the, the the message that I, wanted somebody to really understand, you know, that that's, that's probably the most personal because I, I feel like I took everything that I said, you know, throughout the whole album. Um, and it really just broke it down in this last song. So you don't, you don't forget. You have one more chance to just hear it again in one song, basically. So, so it makes it easy for you to understand what you did and, and, and how I feel and, you know, like and well where we go from here what do we do from here you know so ashes ashes is my baby right there
1: Dope. i'm gonna check it out so the title of the album is up in smoke which it came out just in august so it's it's not even two months old yet so it's brand brand new um so that song is on the up in smoke album that is dope. And we have a record tonight that we're going to check out here in just a couple minutes called No Stress, which is also off Up in Smoke. Let's talk about this album a little bit because it's brand new. Um, it was released on August 18th, if I'm correct.
0: Yep, correct.
1: Okay, so August 18th, it's brand new. It's, like I said, not quite two months old yet. Um, let's talk about the album. Now, the songs that are on this album... Did you record them specifically for the album or did you pick and choose a couple out of the vault that you already had? How did that come together?
0: So, um, I was in a tough place at the time and I was writing, like I said, you know, I would sit down here at B, right? And um my friend came and was like, Hey, like uh, hey, this is some good songs. You think about putting out an album? And I'm like, nah, I was not even <laughs> he was like, hey, bro, I think you might want to put this on an album. So I, I really sat down and I thought about it. Like, all right, you know, I'll, let me do this. I have never done this before. So let me figure out a way to, you know, make this happen. So I, uh, you know, I had about seven songs written. And then I decided to just go ahead and make a, an album. So over the next year or so, I... Uh, Took my time and tried to be true to myself and uh, started writing and uh, made this album.
1: That is dope. So, about a year in the making, uh, not taking into consideration the songs that were already pre recorded. So, about a year um, that you said that it took you to put it together. Yeah. I love that. I love that you took your time with it. Like, we always have to trust the process rather than rushing the process. Um, you know, a lot of artists that I've been talking to lately who've been in album mode or just, you know, putting out music, they've been telling me that they've been kind of taking the pressure off, off themselves because, you know, oftentimes artists put so much pressure on themselves. Do you find that you've, you know, throughout your journey in music have, you know, kind of put a lot of pressure on yourself to get that music out there and get this certain sound? Or have you always been like, you know what? I'm Marvin Dark, I'm doing it my way, you know, like, what what has that process been like for you?
0: The pressure is, is, I I feel like I've always been pretty confident in my ability to make some good music, so, you know, when it comes to music making, I don't necessarily feel pressure. When it comes to everything else that's involved, which is 99% of the rest of everything, um, then I feel the pressure, the the social media, like you said, you know, the, the showing up, the, the, the talking even, this is draining, <laughs> like, it, you know, like, I constantly, you know, just, like, out talking is a lot, you know, because I, I, I try to be re- as real as I can with everybody that I come in contact with. Sure. So, you know, I'm giving, I'm all, I feel like I'm always giving my, like, my, too much of myself. And so it does become a little draining. So the the struggle, you know, and the pressure to like, you know, maintain a certain image is like definitely hard for sure but the music is
1: there (laughs) oh yeah the music is there like a a million percent for sure but like you said yeah being a musical artist in 2023 with social media there is a lot of pressure because people want you to look a certain way act a certain way we only want to give people what we want them to see like a snippet of our life that's really all what social media is they don't know what goes on on a day to day basis you might have days where you need like a little you know mental getaway because things can get overwhelming and in speaking on that what what is something that you do like if you maybe have a day where you just need a little mental break what do you do outside of music
0: I've learned that um hiking recently has been something that I really really enjoy you uh, it gives me my alone time it makes me feel like I'm doing something good for myself and you know I, I go when it's real hot I know a lot of people go like during this like the early morning because they don't want to you know feel the sun and the heat and all that, but I go when it's real hot so I can really really feel the height you know I'm really ah <laughs> so that that or lake, you know some water, it's a cool view Is really is really what gets me the nighttime, the skylight, the skyline, you know so, some of it a view is, is what I do.
1: Why are you and I the same person? <laughs> Listen, my biggest passion and anybody that knows me outside of music is hiking. Like I today when I left the studio, I went straight to the park and got on a trail like there wasn't a mountain there. But I got I I came home, changed my clothes. But the even more ironic thing is because it's starting to cool off a little bit. I just said today, I was like, I prefer to come out here when it's hot because I like to feel the sun on my face <laughs> and on my skin. I just said that. To, you and I are the same person, bro. I li- I think we twins. So, like, yeah, slick. <laughs> that is insane. Right that's so dope. So, listen, when you come out here, you and I are going to go hit one of those, like, Stone Mountain yeah. or red. Look, like, we're going to get it in. We're going to go when it's 95. With our bottle.
0: <laughs> With our bottle With, on the hike. No, nah, we're
1: going to have that bottle of Henny on deck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. We might get stuck up there somewhere. <laughs> that is insane. That is so funny. And, and then, like you say about the water, what a lot of people don't realize because I do. I hike where there's lakes and stuff. at oftentimes is mm-hmm. water is energy. It it projects energy, so that's why it makes us feel good being around water without us even realizing it. So wow we definitely are on the same vibe same path because that's, yeah, that's cool and it goes back to us being animal lovers because you know animals are in you nature too. so that is so mm-hmm. dope i love it i love everything about what you got going on you are whole vibe
0: now, you, you, you 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 got off the vibe you, you're really cool I'll
1: talk you. yes yes hey if anybody's listening and tune in when he comes to atl we well, gonna see us on top of a mountain somewhere i'm just saying yeah. <laughs> swinging a bottle of hennessy around <laughs> that is so funny well listen we're gonna get into checking out this record for anybody tuned in checked in make sure you guys go check out his latest release uh it's an album called up in smoke i do love the fact that you got 15 tracks a couple interludes on there but you kept it under it's 34 minutes like that is dope i mm-hmm. love the fact that you got 15 tracks but we're able to keep it in that 30-ish minute range that is dope mm-hmm. thank you is thank there you, any any visuals out for any of the songs off the tracks
0: Yep, we just put out a, a music video to deserve. Um, we shot that out in Mexico. Um, it was pretty. It was that was that was the dopest thing. Like filming that video was so fun. We were in the beach. I <laughs> in the water. It was so cool.
1: That yeah, is amazing. That. And what is the YouTube channel? Is it listed under Marvin Dark where they can go check out the visuals?
0: Yes, it is Marvin Dark Music
1: soon as we get done, I'm going to go check out the video. And and for anybody that's listening in, I always tell you, not only go to YouTube and watch it, but make sure you subscribe to his YouTube channel. Go ahead and and turn on that notification bell. That way, when he releases anything, you'll be notified. Hit the thumbs up and leave a comment. Like, all that stuff combined will take you about 30 seconds. You know what I'm saying? Outside of watching the video. so. Definitely go subscribe. Um, his album Up in Smoke is available on all streaming platforms. Everybody streams somewhere. So, de- you know, make sure you guys go run them streams up. Let's get him a couple plaques off of the album, <laughs> you know, plaque season. <laughs> Absolutely. So before we get into the record that we're going to check out tonight, which I have the record called No Stress, couple things that we need to do. One, tell everybody where they can follow you at on your social platforms.
0: Um you can follow me at Marvin Dark Music on any social media um if you'd like you can sign up for our newsletter on um www.marvindark.com um and yeah YouTube Marvin Dark Music all the same really
1: Dope, most definitely. I'm gonna make sure I follow you as soon as we get off here. When you see Tampa Mystic come through on that timeline, hit that follow button. You dig. Hey,
2: what
1: <laughs> are you? Huh? Yeah. This is my bro right here. <laughs> we locked in. We connected. That is so dope. Um, I know you have a lot of people that are loving on you, supporting you. Uh, whether they're tuned in now or hear this later. Who do you want to shout out to?
0: Um, I'd like to shout out uh, my manager. B-Boy, Domo, I'd like to shout out um, you for this awesome experience. Thank you so much. You're
1: welcome.
0: I appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, My mom, you know, uh, and yeah, uh, shout out God, too. You thank for, God.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank God first, you know, say hallelujah, thank you Jesus. <laughs> hallelujah, thank you Jesus. <laughs> and you got to shout out to yourself, man, because you're such a vibe, man. I can tell your energy is infectious. Like, I can't wait for you to come to Atlanta so we can hang out. That would be dope. So, shout out to you. Yeah. yeah. Excited for it yes you are such a vibe so you know we're gonna get into this record and check it out I just wanted to say thank you for taking the time tonight man listen normally the interviews last about 20 minutes we at 49 so that lets you know that conversation was good yeah. Good. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, rare. Yeah, it's rare yes rare that I go I'm that long about. so we we caught a whole vibe man you are so so dope and I'm, I'm looking forward to building with you more and, and listening to some more of your music which like I said I'm gonna check out that video so as we're done um, so I'm going to make Beautiful. sure I check that hey. out yeah absolutely you're well this is my twin <laughs> my this, this my twin, 20 twin twin <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we're gonna we gonna we're gonna cut up we're gonna cut up together <laughs> mm-hmm. <That's about laughs> that is so funny well listen it was such a pleasure to have you on here tonight but we are going to go ahead and get into this record no stress can you give us that official introduction
0: um you're about to listen to no stress Off my album of the smoke, Marvin Dark Baby.
1: Let's go. You're locked
0: in with Atlanta's hottest hip-hop station. The hype
2: 87.3. Honestly, I'm sick and tired of dealing with this shit I don't think I have no more in me left to give Might give it one more go around, and after that, that's it Cause I don't wanna engage in any more of these games I've given all I have to give, but ain't got shit in exchange But now on, I'm doing me, if you see me, it's on the stage I'm feeling like I'm giving up, just want someone who won't give me no stress you would be the one that once was a time that I thought we would never be done, that once was a time that I thought that you treated me right, that once was a time that I thought all I needed in life was questions, I finally learned my lessons, just give it to me straight, but you rather keep me guessing, no one be on my own.
1: What a dope record. Thank you again so much for just allowing us to showcase your talent here on the hype 87.3 it's been such a dope experience like i don't want to stop i just want to like keep talking but i know (laughs) that's our time (laughs) so man listen please you have my contact information please let me know whenever you make it out here to the atlanta market i would absolutely be my pleasure to have you come to the studio we can do this in person and then we can leave and go get some shots okay yeah that's a vibe absolutely it was my pleasure well you enjoy the rest of your night okay you as well all right take care bye-bye